coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. Anna, when I heard that, it was in a time, I'm going to get emotional. It was in a time in my life where I was really waiting on God. Yeah. I can't tell you how poignant it is for today, too. What made you write that song? When I was younger, I really struggled with shame. What's the one thing about men that simply baffles you? The audacity. (laughs) This is the Kimberbell Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, Kim Gravel here, and uh, we're in our new studio. (laughs) I love it so much. But this season, we are leveling up our lives. We are coming together, we are locking arms, and we are doing this thing, and we're doing it together this week. um, We're leveling up, too. We're leveling up, Zach, because we're going to be talking about faith. Oh, yeah. Now, let me tell you something. You want to level up your life, put a little faith in it. And I always say, you know, people say, fake it till you make it. I say, faith it till you make it. There is something about having a strong faith that changes not only your perspective, but your trajectory in life. It can move you to this place of eh, mediocrity to excitement, to success, and to peace all in a matter of what you believe and why you believe it. Um, to me, my faith has, Zach, it is the foundation of who I am. And, in, you know, I, I, I've completely a thousand percent know that everybody doesn't believe like I believe in my faith. But I do think there is something for everyone in believing and having faith. Um, so whatever that means to you. And today, Zach, have you listened to Anna Golden's songs? I started listening to Anna Golden because you loved her so much. And you just like introduced me to her. And I just, her music is intoxicating. It is intoxicating. And I'm totally not one for worship music, but like she's got something that you just want to listen to. It's a, it's a deep, it's a deep, it's a deepness. She's an old soul, but I want to tell you this, like she has this, the song, and I want to play this. When we come back from break, I want to play the song. The song Changing Me uh, in 2016 really was did a... Did it change you, Kim? Oh, it <laughs> did. did. It change you? I mean, I'm not trying to be corny, <laughs> but it really, it changed my perspective of the way, the way I was seeing my faith at the time. So when we come back, we're going to uh, talk about faith, and we're going to dig in a little bit to Anna Golden and her uh, singer-songwriter gifts and calling, you know, because she is definitely walking her calling. And you know what? You got to have faith, faith, faith. Uh Uh-huh. Right after this. Are you stuck? Are you at a place where you know there's more for you? You don't know what that is. And you don't even know if you've got the confidence to step out to even figure out what it is. If that is you, pick up Collecting Confidence, my new book. I'm telling you, if you if you don't have a compass, if you don't have a true north, if you're saying, Kim, I don't know why I'm here and what I'm here for, but I know it's something. 
grab this book and read it. It's a light, easy read, but I'm telling you, it'll give you nuggets and, and reveal things about yourself that you didn't even know. It's not only just my story, it's our story. It's that story of struggle to find out what we're called to do and why we're here. Pick up the book and read it. Then let me know how you, you know, hit me up on email and social media and let me know what you thought about it. But let me just tell you something. You have a calling, you have a purpose, and you can walk in the confidence to fully embrace that call. I love you guys. And remember, walk boldly in your collected confidence. Okay, everybody, I have... I'm a super fan of this young woman, Zach. When, remember when you called me and said, um, do you know Anna Goldwyn, uh, Golden? She's gonna, she wants to be on the show. Your people call. I'm like, oh my God, I love Anna Golden. And, <laughs> yeah, and you were immediately and I, like, yes, I want her on the show. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm such a huge fan. <laughs> well, and you were kind of shocked because, you know, you were like, you know, you know, you had heard her music and you, you didn't know that I was a super fan, but I fell in love with her in 2016, I'm going to tell you why here, but let me just give you a little brief introduction to her. She's from St. Louis. She's from St. Louis. She's a singer-songwriter. She's a worship leader. She's She might be one of our youngest uh, guests ever, and her new album is called Church, and it was just released in August, but she's, she's recorded so much music. Um, she lives in Dallas where she's a worship leader at Shoreline City Church. We'll get into that. She started her own clothing line with her sister called the Dallas Club. She got to send me some stuff. Um, Anna Golden, welcome. Anna Golden. Mm -hmm. I love that. Can I take that audio bit with you everywhere? <laughs> I yeah. want that every when I walk in a room. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Your introduction is just like blown me away. I'm kind of floored. Uh, that means that the world to be 2016. That's crazy. 2016. Okay. Let me set it up for everybody because everybody knows that I'm such a strong woman of faith and you know, you, you, I, I love the Lord and I, I love worship music. I love worship leaders. Uh, I've been in church my whole life. But Anna, there was a song that you came out with in 2016, and you know which one I'm going to tell you, Changing Me. Wow. That song. Y'all, and I want to play a little bit of it. Can we play a little bit of it before we get into it? Sure, this is the song it, yeah. that really, and I want to play it for everybody because I want everybody to download because it truly changed me in a moment in my life where I needed it. Listen. Waiting on you Not gonna move till you show up Cause you always do Ugh, Anna! This is like bringing me all the way back. This means so much to me. Girl, listen to this first line, everybody, and go download this song. Waiting for you, and I'm not going to move till you show up. Anna, when I heard that, it was in a time, I'm going to get emotional. It was in a time in my life where I was really waiting on God. Yeah. And girl, I can't tell you how poignant it is for today, too. What, what, what? What made you write that song? Man, I am like digging into my archives now. I This song was actually one that I had written by myself, which is super special because I think the more that you get into things, you get to collaborate with people and do co-writes and things. But I, I, really, I think I wrote that when I was maybe 17. Man, I am like digging into my archives now. I This song was actually one that I had written 
by myself, which is super special because I think the more that you get into things, you get to collaborate with people and do co-writes and things. But I, I really, I think I wrote that when I was maybe 17. Um, oh my Lord. And it was just a moment with me and the Lord. And I, it started with the bridge, which was the, how can I not be changed when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're all around me? And then I kind of took that back and was just sitting at the piano. And I was like, man, there were so many times where I felt that, where I was like, man, God, do you feel, are you far away from me? Um, and mm-hmm. I would just sit down and I'm like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until I can feel you. Cause I know you're always so faithful too. I think I love that about the character of God that, um, when I was younger, I really struggled with shame. I struggled with things that I did and mm. I felt like they would separate me from the Lord. I felt that way when I would leave. Mm. If things that had happened, like he wouldn't come and he wouldn't show up. Um, and there was this moment where the Lord was like, man, whenever I show up, it's never dependent on what you've done or what you did. It's just because you're already bought in. I love you. And I love communion with you. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to wait here and I'm going to sit until you show up because I know that you do because you're faithful in that way. Even the amount of times I've stood you up, like you still wait and you still. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That was really, that was a big, big, big one for me um, growing up. And it well, means so much to me. Well, it means so much to me too because I think I think when you write music, and you might have to you know answer this for me, but I would think as a, as a songwriter, when you're writing these things, really from your point of view, are you always blown away in how many how it touches people right where they are? Because where you were saying how you wrote that sitting yeah. there when when you when you sang the song, I'm not going to move till you show up. I was at a place where like. Dagummit, I'm not moving. Yeah. You know, it was more of a like, I'm digging in, you're coming for me, and I'm not, you know, it was almost like a defiant, like, uh uh-uh, uh, I, yeah. I need more of you. What does it feel like when you have such an emo- people have such an emotional reaction to your work? Man, it never gets common. I think that even mm. with the release of this new record, it nev- it's always going to floor me, the fact that people have been able to respond the way that they do and connect their stories. Because I always say that I feel like the Lord gives us our gifts and talents for us first, kind of like how the body's designed to heal itself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, we, we have the mechanism in our body to be able to heal our skin when we get cut. And I think that the Lord gives us our talents and our art Um, especially as creatives, like as a way for us to heal first. So I feel like the Lord gives me songs for myself. And then the way that he lets me release them and, and I see how it happens for others. It like is never not the most shocking thing. And it also just makes you realize like, man, everybody is so innately human and experiencing so many very same things that we are. And we like can get in this place where like, I'm so misunderstood. I'm so alone when it's like, man, that's not the case at all. There's so many others who um, are waiting on you to get that revelation too, so that they can be set free through that as well. So it's like this whole like 360 that never does not floor me. It floors me too. Cause I think we're all the same in different ways. I mean, I'm sitting here like I'm probably, uh, possibly 20, 30 years older than you, but isn't it funny how we're still connected? We're all the same yeah. in different ways. No, okay. Totally. So you said, you said earlier in your younger years that you struggled with shame do you mind delving a little bit? Because there's so many of us that carry burdens that we ain't don't have any business carrying. Totally. I mean, I think especially I grew up extremely sheltered. Um, I grew up in church all my life. And I kind of grew up um, a bit under the doctrine of a lot of things were told to us, but a lot was not explained. And then I mm. think that I actually read this quote the other day, which was which was I don't know, kind of awakening to me. And it was like, 
Um, rules without relationship leads to rebellion. And I think it also leads to a lot of shame based, um, cause I wasn't the kind of kid that was like, I wanted to rebel out of what I knew. I just was like, oh, this is all I know. And if I do anything outside of that, I don't know where grace lies. Um, And I think that I felt so privileged that the Lord came to me in such a way when I was like 14, 15, 16, I think, because obviously like him knowing every facet of my life. And yeah, I grew up in a church, you knew, you knew all the rules, you knew all the goods. You know, every, you know, everything you shouldn't do. And I think that obviously like looking back is coming from a place of love people before me who, who do the things that they did. But, um, I think that I didn't know how to handle all of that. I had such a level of perfectionism on my life that, um, I was like, I can't ever mess up or do anything. And then with the way that that flooded over to worship leading, it was like, man, Lord, if I have sinned and I've done something that I know you haven't asked me to do, and I'm standing on a stage asking for your presence to come, I just don't think you're going to show up. Oh, um, oh, and that was that's just, when he shows up the most. And that was like, <laughs> and it really had to switch my mindset of, man, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing that I could do, say, what no note that I could hit mm-hmm. or sing that is actually going to make Holy Spirit flood the room. Um, no. It's truly just that place of realizing, hey Lord, I am broken. Would you let your would you let your presence and your anointing fill in every gap that that I have? You know what, Anna, I love you saying that because um in, in this podcast and really my life's calling in in work is to edify, to lift, and to build. And I think we all have our callings. And you had mentioned that earlier when you allow him to use your gifts and talents. But isn't it funny that that everything conspires against us walking in our purpose and our calling. Yeah. Do, do you feel, I mean, no, it feels literally. like literally and like even to the point we use, we beat ourselves up. We don't even need the world. We don't need bullies. We don't need internet trolls, any of that. Because we do beaten up of ourselves yeah. pretty there's, good. There's nothing you can say to me that I probably haven't said to myself. <laughs> I know. And so everybody listening to this, Anna, especially like, cause you're so, you're such, you're such a young person and such an old soul. First of all, I can tell. Um, second of all, any, anybody listening out here that has daughters, you, you, you know, sons that are grandparents listening, what yeah. do we say to young people? I know you get this question a lot, girl. Yeah. What do we say to the young people who are beating themselves uh, because as as adults, we're doing it, but yeah. I can't even imagine your generation and younger living in this in this world today. Man, I think like this is going to go, it's going to feel churchy, but I promise it's not. It's honestly getting into scripture and knowing mm. what... Well, you know, I don't think it's churchy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love it. I like, it's, it's really knowing what the Lord says about you. Come on. If you actually take away what the gospel is, and it's like, man, there was a holy man who died on a cross because he saw me as worthy of it. Right. I don't have time to be insecure. <laughs> but you know what, Anna? But being insecure, to me, I have learned as at 52, being insecure has helped me place my security in the proper. Okay? Totally. So totally. our insecurity really is that need for security and you only find it in him. I love that moment when I go up on stages to lead worship because I'm like, everybody asks me, it's like, do you still get nervous? I'm like, definitely. I'm like, I get so nervous. <laughs> I'm like, there will never be a moment where I'm not like, 
Lord. Um, and I You're used like, to get uh, so annoyed by it. Yeah. I used to get yeah. so, I'm like, why, why haven't I conquered this? And I just felt like the Lord was like, never forget that you're dependent on me. Dependent. There should never be a time where I'm like, I'm going to kill this. I got it because then that's in my own strength. That's a scary place to be. I struggle with insecurities this morning. Yeah. Yeah. But it really is that driving force of like, I'm innately human. And every morning I'm going to wake up human. And you know what? If you have, if anybody listening, right? If you have insecurities, A, I love what you said, Anna. We're not alone. We have each other. We're all in that boat. And two, that's a really good place to be. Yeah. It's a really good place to be. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim, ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I got to talk to you about this because, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of you. Everybody go follow Anna. I'm telling you, download her music. Um, the, uh, tra- social media. Okay, so we all know. <laughs> we all know that social media is prevalent, a necessary, I'd say evil and a blessing all at the same time. But girl, you had a video that went viral, 10 million views with none other than the Selena Gomez uh, in 2020. <laughs> Tell me how that went down. You and Selena look tight. You know, can be oh, oh, man. The, she's so sweet. I actually, at the beginning of quarantine, my sister was living with her and um, my family was also in California. So we were kind of just all quarantining together. Together? Um, yeah. And Selena loves the Lord and she had heard the blessing and she was like, Hey, um, I would love to do a video like this. And then we kind of like, we'd worshiped with it and we filmed it before. And then we weren't sure if we were going to post it or not. And then she ended up posting it. And I think it, it blessed so many people. Cause I think it did so bless me. People, um, have seen that side of her necessarily, but it was super beautiful. And just like people being able to hear those songs. And in such a, like a moment of like, what's going on to sing a song that's so comforting. And I mean, I love carrying. We needed it. We needed it. But, but you know what? I love it because you and I are, you you know, you're a worship leader and uh, you know, I do television. I say I'm in the world, but not of it. I say that all the time. And it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, we all have our spot. We all have our calling. We all have our place. Um, and it's out of that overflow of his love totally. that that keeps us going. All right. The new album, we got to talk about it. Yes. What inspired this new album, Church? Man, honestly, I think I've I've talked about this story quite a bit. And on my record before one of my songs been asked, I kind of go into this a little bit. I've been in full-time ministry since I was 16. So now I'm 27. And we're uh, looking at 11 years, um, which is, I'm, <laughs> a long time. A, I'm, I'm so young, but it's been most of my life. Um, I grew up in church. I've always been in church, but working in church is different than being in church for anyone who's listening to this. And it's like, uh, hand up. Yeah, get it. it's like, I, I get it. It's uh, kind of seeing a bit behind the curtain and a little bit in the kitchen. Um, and I think that over time, there were maybe some things that I carry that have been, you know, just not great notions about what I knew the church to be and then what I was experiencing in my everyday life and then what I know that the Lord says about it in scripture. And I think that it became like this disparage of like, okay, what is what? Lord, how do you feel about the church? I transitioned off of a church staff in 2020. And I kind of just looked at myself and was like, I've always loved your church, Lord. I've built my life around your church, but right now it is hurting me. And mm. what do and what do I do with this? And I think that the Lord was so kind with me, and and I took weeks in counseling, and um, like did a retreat, got away for it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, listen, do the work. It's hard to sometimes do it, but do the work. There's so many things that we can put a lot of 
how we feel on certain experiences when I'm like, man, that started so much, <laughs> so much earlier than we thought it did. Let um, me ask you something, Anna. Did it affect yeah. your mental health? Because let me just say, everybody watching, church is church and it's full of people and people yes. are flawed. <laughs> so totally. let's just get that on the table. 100%. That is, that is, it's, that is just hashtag truth. People are flawed. I'm flawed. You're flawed, Anna, Zach. We all have our issues. But mental health has been such a hot button. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think for many reasons, and look, I'm not a counselor or psychologist, but I know that to be true just from my own personal life. And younger ge- generations are so much more, like your generation is so much more open to seek counseling and, yeah. and talk about it. Wonder why that is. Would you, would you give me your perspective on that? Man, I think that the awareness around it now is beautiful. Growing up, um, there was really no talk of like mental health. And like I said, I was kind of in that sector of like pray it away, Um, which I believe in the power of prayer. I think that's me too. I think that's the strongest thing we have here on earth. Um, I also do believe in the power of talking. I think that there's a reason in scripture when the Lord said to confess your sins to one another, because that's actually not confessing your sins to one another is not actually getting right with God. But I think that there's so many things in scripture where the it's Lord healing. talks about mental, yeah. like yeah. it's actually healing to get something outside of your body and to release it to someone else too, right. and to get a different perspective. So um, I think it's beautiful what's going on. I think there's still so much work to be done in that space. Um, I am actually OCD, which is a mental um, illness called obsessive compulsive disorder, which basically like for those who don't know what that means, it's really just like my mind can go on loops and get stuck on things. So when I was growing up and I was dealing with all this shame and it would put me in these like holes, I, I didn't understand like the way that my mind worked or the way that maybe like there were different practices and routines that could actually help with that. So I think now learning those practices, just how like if you find out you don't have one of the discs in your back, you'd go to the chiropractor, you'd get something figured out. I think that we're now starting to see the mind just as important as the body because it is a part of our Um, And there's things that we can help that um, figure those things out. So it's super beautiful that way. And it really helped me too, a lot of my healing journey. We have to do the work. Yeah. We have to, we have to, you know, I, 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 I have two children, I have two teenage boys and I just see them all the time, Anna, just struggling with, with where do I fit and what's my calling and what's my purpose. Can you can you speak to as as such a strong leader in your generation and such a brilliant songwriter and vocalist that has found her calling young? What a blessing! What would you say to someone, even even at my age, that's still looking? Why am I here, and what should I be doing? Would you, do you have any advice? I love this question because this was something that my whole life. I feel like I constantly asked myself um, and I say literally starting from the age of six, because my family, we started in the entertainment industry super young. So I felt like I've had a career since I was a little kid. So I'm yeah, at, yeah. Every, at every angle, I'm like, am I in the will of God? Am I in the purpose of my life? Like, what is this? Looking yes. Um, and I think that the most beautiful thing to be reminded is like the call of God on anybody's life that's in Christ Jesus is Matthew 25 of man. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I wasn't mm-hmm. clothed, you gave me something to put on. When I was in prison, you visited me. And yeah. the assignment on our life changes per season to season. Like True. there could be a season where the Lord is like, you know what? I want you to be planted at church and not be traveling and 
and leading worship, or it could That's be so true. something There's completely seasons. different. And I think yes. that right now in our generation and mine in particular, this des- this this desperation of where's my purpose is there's not a grounding in the difference between my call, my purpose, and then my assignment of what the season is. Because if you find your identity and your trade and what you do, and then you go into a season of being a mom, you're like, man, I'm not in the call of God on my Who life. am I? Who yeah. am I? Who, uh, yeah. If I, if all my identity was leading worship on stage, and then in 10 years, I'm sitting down and have two babies, and I'm like, I'm out of the will of God. It's like, no, that your no. assignment's always going to change. The call of God's never going to change. To be like Jesus, to be That's the it. in the world. Um, That's it. The call never changes, but the season you're in does. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't expire either. Mm-mm. It's always, there's always a fresh wind. There's yeah. always a fresh wind, but it is per season. So I got we got, you know, we have something in common, right? Something really big in common. Okay. It's that we both have clothing lines. Tell me about your club. I mean, let's just talk about the Dallas club here. Your clothing oh, line. Fun. Um, so my sister had this idea because we both moved to Dallas and she was like, what if we did like a Dallas based apparel line for people here? Um, and we made it like we pulled on all the roots of Dallas, which is like what when people think of like Dallas Fort Worth, they always think of like country and Western and cowboy. Big hair. Yes. All the yeah. things, pageants, all the things <gasps> you're looking at. <laughs> exactly. But in taking that and putting it also with some streetwear, with some more, because Dallas has now become like a metro area with a lot of professionals totally. and all these things. So kind of having a brand that meshes both together. Um, and we have our next collection, which drops um, very soon. And we're doing a photo shoot with it tomorrow. So super Ooh, exciting. Called the Cowboy <laughs> Collection, which is so fun. So we're doing like a modern twist on a lot of cowboy things. And I love it. So you're a singer, songwriter, worship leader, healer, you know, <laughs> and now a clothing designer, guys. I'm telling you, this is it. You're in your season. Okay. Listen. Anna, before I let you go, I, I just want to tell you that I love you. I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of you. And I'm proud of you and the young woman that you are. Wow. Thank you. Very that- proud. Oof. You're trying yeah. to make me and cry res- before I get off. Yeah, because babe, big things are ahead of you. You are definitely walking in your calling. That's why I wanted you on here because I want people to see that that walking in what you're called and God given gifts are is not easy, and and it's struggle. And if you don't have struggled, and some may write, you got to check that. Um, but I, I, I just I absolutely adore you, your spirit, your kindness. But before you leave, I do something every single time that you're going to have to do too. Okay. And this is called Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire Questions. Now, I'm hoping that you're a little younger than some of our other guests, that you will understand what the word rapid fire is. <laughs> I'm going to go as quick as I possibly can. But here's That's it. The scene. I had here's my, the scene I had my bed. No judgment. Okay. Anna, just whatever. No you, judgment if no you don't, judgment. but I have high hopes. Zach, okay. I have high no. hopes. This is, this is a safe space to say whatever safe. comes out. <laughs> Safe space. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. I don't want you to go, ah, everybody thinks. Don't think. Just pop off at the mouth. Okay. Here off. we go. These could be great. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. What is the top of your bucket list? Oh, uh, swimming with sharks. See? That's a good one. That's a good What's one. the ideal way to spend 30 minutes? Uh, listening to music. Yes. In a man, smarts or looks? Smarts. See, I'm going for looks. 
I think, I think okay, this is where I put up a picture. We gotta go on it. Gotta go this real, babe. This is where I put up a picture of Travis and just let the audience decide. Yeah, we're going for looks. We're going for looks. Let us decide. That's, and we're not saying anything else about that. We're moving on. Here we go. Uh, what's the one thing about men that simply baffles you? The audacity. <laughs> What does that even mean? Hold oh, on. No, no, she has to explain. Oh, Anna. No, you got to explain that one. So often, if men have nothing else, they have the audacity. Like, I buy that. I like, That's true, girl. I'm literally just like, what is the audacity to do so many things? And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Well, it's like, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Um, uh, we could have a whole podcast on that, so we're going to move on. What is, what? What are you most looking forward to right now? Oh, man, I am leaving to go see some friends this weekend. I'm very excited about that right now in this moment. Where are you going? I'm going to Atlanta and then I'm going to uh, <gasps> Vegas. My friends have a church out there. Their names are Jabin and Shannon Chavez. And they're like the absolute like best people. We're doing their service. Oh, my gosh. So fun. You're you're coming to the ATL. You should give me a holler. Um, so what is the one thing you wouldn't wouldn't do for a million dollars? Probably so many things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I feel like the better question would be like, what would I do for a million dollars? But wouldn't do. Oh, this you wouldn't do for a million dollars. This is funny. Probably get married to someone. I was I was engaged to a very wealthy man. <laughs> I called it off. <laughs> Hey, okay. he must not have been. He must not have been that smart. He must have had looks and no money and no smarts. That's all I'm gonna say about that. There That's we all go. I'm gonna say. Look, let me tell you something. Let me give you a piece of advice, Miss Anna. Please, thank you. Uh, before you get married, you just better get right with God and pray because it's the hardest work. You're, it's most rewarding, but it, marriage ain't easy. People think, oh, just get married and be in love. We're gonna have five kids. Gonna be great. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Look at my face. This one's going do this. Here's my answer to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. What? Okay, well, let me ask you this then. What would you do for a million dollars? There we go. What would I do for a million dollars? Probably do like a, like a fear factor kind of show. I would do something. Uh-huh. Would you okay. like eat like crickets or bugs or be, yeah. be laying like snakes could slither all over you? Do that? I'm so competitive with things like that. I just black out. So I would do that. I'd probably do that for the fear <laughs> I'd probably do that for the sheer prize of just knowing I won. <laughs> and as horrible as that is. Oh go. my God. I love no it. No million so, like, dollars the, needed. We no should do Zach. a reality show with Anna where we just make her do stuff. No, if the apocalypse haps, happens, I'm looking up Anna. Thank you. <laughs> for I no, like to believe right. that I thrive in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You and I, tag team girl, we will turn. Okay. Um, what movie do you just sit down and watch when it's on TV? Like you don't even miss it. It's just like, and you've seen it a million times. Um, Runaway Bride. Oh my God. I just saw that the other day. That's, That's actually it's a really so good. So good. I literally am convinced that Julia Roberts is one of the most beautiful people on the face. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm every like, movie she does, My Best Friend's Wedding, uh, Pretty Woman. I mean, so, so anything good. Julia Roberts, really. Anything Truly. Julia Roberts. Truly. Okay. What is the hardest thing you've ever had to say no to besides your fiance? What is the other hardest thing you've ever had to say no to? <laughs> Um, oh man, that's literally so hard to say no to. Probably sweets. Mm, 
What's your favorite, my love? I'm like, I'm currently on a fast with our church. And I'm like, why is it the first thing that's coming to my mind? My favorite. Okay. I want to tell every person who's watching this. There is an ice cream sandwich at Trader Joe's. There's like a cookie ice cream sandwich. And I'm not even hyping it up. It's a little too good. It's like a little too good. Why? I, I mean, gotta go. I'll Chip be back. Wi- no, Charlie, what does that? Hold on. Is it Chip Witch worthy or is it better than Chip Witch? It's, you remember is, Chip Witch? Yes. I would like to say that it's the best that I've ever had. And I like to be a connoisseur of these things. Ice, it's two cookies and with ice cream, vanilla ice cream in the middle. And it's like covered in chocolate chips where the ice cream is. It's so good. Okay. I feel a Trader Joe's run after this show is over. (laughs) I feel a song. I feel like you could do a song about this sandwich. I know. Honestly, (laughs) the way that this fast has been going, I feel like I could write a song about this. Girl, when it's over, you're going to get a whole box and eat six of them just sitting there. It's going to be good. And don't think I couldn't do it either. Don't, don't. Don't think I couldn't. I could sit and hit the whole box. Okay, Zach has to know this. Has Selena Gomez spilled the tea about what is going to happen in the season of Only Murders in the Building? Oh, season? no. No, I'm such a fan of the show. I have to watch it how it comes. I'm currently... Are you gonna, can you find I'm out? I'm watching. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. I, like, I love I'm that show still, so much. I'm watching season three right now. I just got into it. And I'm like, Oh, it's so good. And like they're adding so many people to the cast, like Meryl Streep. Oh, it's such a great show. Oh, okay. So if Unreal. you ask her, tell her we want to know. Ask her <laughs> yeah. what, what if people you are sp- wanting to know. <laughs> people want to know. Okay. What would you put on your mixtape? Ooh, probably some Drake. Ooh, which one? <laughs> which one? Um, Any of them? His, honestly, his Take Care album is the best album. Um, okay. 1975. I love them. I love. Oh yes. I like. I like. I can't believe you know 1975. Good girl. Oh oh yes. I love. Very, okay. What very about much. any of your like any 80s music? Because you know what? I didn't know. Like my kids are 16. He, he my kids and he's listening to 80s music. I heard him in there jamming to like Tony Tony Tony. I mean, I was Listen, like, what? <laughs> no, especially like the punk era. Like Gen oh, Z now you. is very into like Joan Jett and all those things. I'm like. What are you guys listening to? James Brown. Um, but I don't know. I feel wow. like I I love I love good music. I always say that. Yeah. People ask me what genre of music I like, what era of music. Like good I'm music. like, if it's good, it's good. So I mean, like from like music that's more back then, like my dad was a classical guitarist. So I grew up on like Carol King and like James Taylor. Oh. And like you could just you could just literally take me away. With all of that. I'm like Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. I'm con I'm oh, Fleetwood Mac. I'm confirmed that you are an old soul. Okay, your celebrity <laughs> crush. Um, probably Paul Mescal, which is like he's like a little more niche. He was in that show, like normal people. So cute. I think he's so cute. I'm looking him up. Look I'm him looking up. It up. I, okay. Do I know him? Hold on. Hold on. Look him up. Paul Mescal. I don't even know how to spell okay. that last name. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Oh, he is a cutie. He's very cute. He's very nerd cute cheek. Cute. Nerd cheek. <laughs> okay, here we go. Nerd cheek. Say, okay. <laughs> Don't tell him I said it. That's what um, I am. Zach, you are so nerd cheek. Thank um, you. Football <laughs> or baseball? Baseball. Ooh, okay. I grew up in St. Louis. Well, technically, when I grew up, we had the Rams and the Cardinals, but I was always a baseball girl for sure. The food is better at the baseball field. That's how I always... Food's better. I People who think baseball is boring to me, it's like so interesting. 
because I'm like football to me. I know I'm gonna get like I feel like I'm gonna get shot because I'm. Gonna get <laughs> I, football to me is very boring. <laughs> I'm like we pause the game every six seconds. No, it's not. Wait a minute, Anna. The audacity of those guys. No. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm in football nation right now. I love it. Okay. Um, favorite junk food? Definitely going to be those ice cream sandwiches just to make it. <laughs> something out. Just, I mean, just absolutely something that you can just you know go what? to like QT, Com- the convenient mart, Wawa, and just get. Okay. Cheeto puffs. Oh, God. The puffs. I don't like the crunchy. Mm-mm. The puffs. The puffs, and I put them in my mouth, and I just kind of suck on them, and they like they deflate. Cheeto puffs and a Coke Zero from a Seven Eleven. It's game over. Or a Coke Icy. Okay, listen. Clearly, we are connected in music and in food. Here we go. Last question: What does your faith mean to you? Man, we're going through such a transition. <laughs> Cheeto puffs. Cheeto like, puffs. Don't they go hand in hand? Don't they go hand in hand? Um, I love it. Man, I would say everything, really. I think that it's really just weaved into every part of my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel so, like, privileged that I've gotten to know the Lord through my entire life and that I got to borrow mm-hmm. my parents' faith when I was young to eventually kind of walk out my own. Um, mm. And it's really everything. I, I look mm. at the world that we're in today, and I don't know how I would be able to keep going if I didn't have this, like, blessed assurance this like faith that's like man in any season or season, real i can it's be real in peace no matter what's going on outside of me like to yeah. know that i know the end of the story that like the enemy's been defeated and i get to walk in identity and i get to walk in like i'm a royalty i'm part of a that- bloodline that's just conquered everything so i it's literally everything. That's my answer to that question. It's everything. Um, okay, everybody, Anna's new album is called Church, and her website is annagoldenofficial.com, and you can follow her on social media um, at Anna Golden Music. Listen to her music and her message. Anna, when I tell you, sweetheart, I say this with, you know, the sisterhood here, okay? You're anointed, you're appointed, and you're blessing people with your gift. And I know it comes straight from God and never falter and never fail it. Look, everybody doesn't believe like you believe or we believe, but the encouragement and the the spirit in which you deliver and live out your call, your God-given call in your life, girl, that can't be denied. Man. I love you. I love uh, you. I love you guys like family now. We need to go get some I know. sandwiches together. Let's go get I was going to say... Don't be shocked when you get back if there is a cooler full of the Trader Joe. <laughs> Can we wait? Chocolate just, chip so, ice cream sandwiches. While you were doing all that, so Anna, me and Kim have this like weird sort of fascination fascination with chat GPT and like all this generative <gasps> AI stuff. Oh my I God, it, I love it. I had it write a gospel song about ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Um, just, just right now, and um, I'm going to share. I'm going to share it. my screen with you. Uh, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. this is fantastic! Honestly, oh it's as if I wrote this. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> Read it, Anna. Read it. Oh, the gift of ice cream sandwich, a divine gift so sweet, a taste of heaven, a grace we gladly greet. <laughs> Cookies, red angels, and ice cream so pure in this frozen treasure. God's love does endure. <laughs> 
honestly i feel this like that just ministered to me (laughs) right this Uh, is i love you my lord how many stands it's like a hymn they got 14 (laughs) honestly the bridge is pretty good too like do the bridge read the bridge read the bridge anna in every layer there's a message profound of joy and mercy in each frozen mound. It's a reminder of the simple blessings we find and the ice cream sandwiches love is intertwined. We're not gonna make you sing it, but like if you wanted to. <laughs> you're if like, you want if you, to you want to release this, just let us we know. We can do a collab, me, you, you and AI. Yeah. 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 I told Kim at the beginning of this, before we started recording, like any episode that she sings in, I'm into it. So yeah. oh, I, we love love it. I try to play at that seed. Oh my God. Secure like a Trader Joe's sponsorship. I'd sing any song. Let's do it. We, listen, <laughs> let's make that happen. Let's make that happen, Anna. Oh my All right, gosh. girl, you got to come back and be with us. I've already downloaded everything you've got. It's on. Oh, Y'all go download her music, Anna Golden Music. Do it. You are golden, my love. Love you. Oh, love you. Thank you, guys. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I told you. Isn't she fantastic? She's awesome. I, I know. I mean, she like, to me, her message is so powerful. And she yeah. just like, she is her. And she That's just right. puts it out there. And That's she's right. not afraid to just go with it. Right. She doesn't censor it. Well, this is the thing. I I love it because, like, look, everybody doesn't believe like everybody else, right? And the beautiful thing about us as human beings is that we come together. We have more similarities than we do. We have so many things that unite us than that separate us. And I like how Anna, even though her experiences, you know, in her faith and in the church, you know, have been challenging, which, hello, life is challenging. There's, There's not any experience you're going to live uh, faith or not, that is not going to be, you know, the human experience. And I liked but, what you said too, Kim, because it was yeah. like, you're just with people. Like, this is just human. You're with it's any people. group of humans trying to We're work flawed. toward any goal, trying to do right. anything together. It's going to be tough at times. But this is this is what I love about it, because faith to me is is not about a relationship that you have with everybody else or even a building or a church. Faith is a relationship you have with your maker, with God. And to me, the the healing that has to go on in our lives, there's so many people that have been hurt, and pain is pain, I say this all the time, and if you are at home experiencing, or let me just say this, if you're listening to this right now and you're experiencing pain, whether it be it could be health, financial, um, you've been betrayed, you're going through divorce, you're having, you know, having struggle with your children, you're trying to find a partner, a, a, you know, a mate in life, whatever you are going through, whatever that thing is, and listen, if you're human, you're going through. Yep. I always say you're either heading into a storm, in the storm, or coming out of one. <laughs> that is the cycle. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that is, is that not true? Or you have like what, three storms coming your way, and you don't or even you know which way to go. You are in a tornado. Okay, <laughs> right? whatever it is, um, you gotta have faith. You gotta have some faith, because I promise you, if you do, you will come out on the other side better, stronger, and more empowered. And as Anna says, if you're a, ma- a dude, you're going to come out with a lot of audacity. That was the best yep. rapid fire question of all time. <laughs> My goodness. And can I just say, like, you know, I'm 
look, I'm Jewish, right? So, so it's like, <laughs> I come at it from a very different place. Sure. And, you know, I've never been that, like, frankly, that religious of a person, but yeah. I also feel this message of faith and I feel a message of like having faith in, you know, myself, faith in community, faith in those around me. And I, I think that is also really powerful. Yeah. And I think that. Well, and Anna, Anna, you know, she's had her bouts with her faith. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she's talking about a religiosity of it yeah. all. She is talking about that relationship and, and that faith. And, and wherever you are in your faith, um, I hope this has encouraged you. I hope you feel a little bit encouraged by this and challenged and, 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 and hopeful that it doesn't all fall on you. Your mistakes are not your messes. They're your message. Your insecurities are pointing you towards the security you can have in your faith, right? There's yeah. so many different ways to look at it. But the most important thing I want to leave you with is I'm going to Trader Joe's and I'm getting him ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> so, Kim, I want you to take the show out and I want you to sing the ice cream sandwich song written <laughs> by Chat okay, GPT. Okay. Here we go, Kim. Okay, let me think. So, that. Oh, and I'm going to do a country. I'm going to do a country. Oh, the ice cream sandwich, a divine gift so sweet, a taste of heaven, a grace we gladly meet with cookies like angels and ice cream so pure. In this frozen treasure, God's love endures. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, here we go. I need to do a, we need this. We need this so badly. Yes. Yeah. There you go, Kim. Thank you. What a way to take Thank it you. out. <laughs> I love y'all. All right. Till next time, I'm Kim. I'm Zach. And we love y'all. Bye. Hey, Zach, I'm not hearing anything. You're not hearing I think that? Zach froze on us. Hold on. Oh. I froze on you. See? Uh -oh. The little gremlins are at work, Anna. <laughs> Wait, I'm here. My sister just sent me this. When you talk to mom, she is totally in a good mood. And as soon as you ask her for a favor, her voice changes. It's like night and day because Allison asks for a favor every single every. second. Uh, it's always like, hey, girl, can you? Mm hmm. <laughs> The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.